0: Rory, how long have we been friends? Since Hannah Montana.
1: Exactly.
0: You need to get back out there and show them the Rory that I know. You just go out for your stand-up, roll out a tarp, squat over it.
1: I came in like a wrecking ball. Splat. (laughs)
0: Well, we're back here on the Skimbo Lounge, and uh, let me play a little solo on the Wicker Furniture. I don't know if you guys can hear that. I but can't. But I'm sitting in a... You can't hear it? No. I'm sure it's terribly obnoxious for you. It's not a good It's not a good intro, then. But I am sitting on Wicker Furniture, and boy,
2: is it crinkly and uncomfortable. And I, of course, am Alex. And I am Rory, as always. I can't beat that. I'm sure you've heard the creaking of my chair, maybe. But that's. I, I try not to direct your attention to it, because I'm a professional. Okay. Well, you know,
0: I, listen, we were talking before we got on the air. I don't give a fuck anymore about anything. My health, health is a lie. <laughs> no
2: one has health. Oh, I've, I've been drinking quite enough to get myself a nice little tummy going. I was working out before the end of the world happened. And I, since then, I've just been kind of sitting in my apartment. It's not like I'm going to be one of those people out and about in New York City. So Where were you working out? Huh? I was working at Blink, Blink Fitness. You're going to the old Blinky? Oh, yeah. I ran a, I ran quite a bit, and then uh oh yep, and the old Rony virus was going on. Oh. I've got a, a exercise bike in my apartment that I do not use. Man, it's a handsome clothing rack now. I'm like tomorrow it's where I put the scarf I wear over my face when I go outside. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to get I'm like tomorrow, tomorrow I'm going to go do that. Mm-hmm. but tomorrow uh, comes and goes, and I do not touch that bike
0: well. I feel like there's a lot of people in that position out there and as a personal trainer Rory I got to tell you it's uh, it's frustrating realizing how much money's on the table like these people are going to feel like shit about themselves and this is all done and that should be money in my wallet. Well yeah, see but, for a
2: guy who doesn't care, you look reasonably toned.
0: Well, it's the optical illusion. I'm sitting in front of a window that's baking me alive, so I'm I'm bathed in no, no, a, no. a healthy glow. I
2: see that. I see you
0: dying of heat exhaustion. I got a pretty great sunburn on
2: Sunday on mm-hmm. my legs. Yeah. A little short sunburn. Oh. I'm going to die when I go outside after all of this for, you know, that eight minutes a year I get. I'm going to, oh, it's going to be tough. Oh, yeah. I mean, 4th of July. Eight minutes fuck, direct done. sunlight. Just like, oh, no. Wow. Look at that. And you just hear my skin go. I... You've got to start building up to it. Start I, oh, no. I, I've thought about it, but it's just been rainy and shit here. And then eventually I'll be that chalky dude on the sun, or like out in the sun for like eight <laughs> minutes, like, what the fuck? do you do you burn then tan or do you just burn and then slough it all off? Usually I just burn, yeah, I'm just I yeah. burn I go from burn to white. That's a tough
0: that's a tough break. I've got enough Italian jeans in me
2: that I'll burn, but it'll turn into a good a good golden brown. I'll get like a good tan from years of going out on like the back of my neck. Nice, yeah. nice, nice warm tan. And uh, nice. I don't know, I go right from being, yeah, real real pale to real pale and then real red mm-hmm. when I'm stupid enough to do it. Like I will be on the fourth, most likely.
0: What's the worst sunburn you ever had in your life?
2: When we were in the, when I was in the sixth grade or maybe I was in the fifth grade, it's hard to tell now, it's been years. We went on a cruise. My dad brought us on a cruise and uh, I, we went to Jamaica mm. and I can't tell you, I was like, old spice red Mm. i was so i was lobster red i was so sunburned that i'm pretty sure i had to have my back scratched on the way back between gates at the airport it hurt so bad worst sunburn of my life it's that hell's itch that gets you
0: It, it, it it's horror in stages look controversial statement but i've had enough sunburns to know how i feel and i would rather have an aids monkey cough blood in my mouth than get another sunburn in my life it's hell every <laughs> single time i'm not just talking about a little little extra sun oh you got a little pink talking about, a real I'm talking bad about like how badly i torched my legs sunday cuz yeah. it was bad it was like special victims unit burn ward bad mhm oh i've been there and
2: it's just oh i'm a burner you, f- i'm a burner jerry Oh, you're a burner from way back. <laughs> I'm OG. That Kenny
0: Rogers roasters.
2: That's great. Go on. No,
0: when you get that heat trapped in there, and you like, there's just it's all the blood rushing up to be like, oh, what the fuck happened? We gotta fix this. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And, and then so it's
2: all you, over it's so with, you and, and then you have that weird mole that doesn't go away. Right. Yeah, I got a I got a dark ass mole on my leg, dude. And I just got burned <laughs> on it Sunday. So you have to get the thing carved out of you. We'll do it. We'll do it. Uh... Like a couple weeks from now when I'm home. I'll just get myself a big ass knife. We'll get you good and drunk. There you go. Three whole that, beers. Uh, cure my skin cancer. We'll just carve it out of you. Hold if you down. If you'd like to
0: see me get skin cancer,
2: text SKIMBO lounge <laughs> <laughs> to... Now you got to come up with know. a number. Do it. It's too late.
0: 555. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just... It's... This is a crazy world we're living in. But I've been th- I've been giving it a lot of thought. And do you know what I think would really put this podcast over the top?
2: Oh, I'm, I shudder to think. Go on and tell me.
0: If we fucking hated each other.
2: Oh. Like, I disagree. I think, that would be, <laughs> I think that'd
0: be really good content if, like, we made a pact right now. We'll never stop doing the show no matter what. But our new goal is to
2: destroy each other. And just get Gilbert and Sullivan going, kind of. Yeah. Oh, good morning, you quadroon. Come become a sitcom. <laughs> Jesus. You're saying that we, um, we, like, agree too much. It's just a wonderful sunny day out. I'm like, oh, golly gosh, you're just so right. And everyone well, home there's only like, so much mileage Ugh. people
0: are going to get out of Friends. It's a Listen, Rory, it's a brutal <laughs> new society we find ourselves in, okay? People don't care. People want a fucking bloodbath on TV every five seconds because that's how long their attention spans are. We need to scream 90% more. We need to up the screams. We need to up the blood factor. Um... I think the racism could always stand to, to go from being satirical to
2: real. Sounds like you're and trying to will... be someone on the authoritarian right, is what you're saying. You... They pay well, Rory. I'm the kind of guy who sits here and is like, well, you know, there's some problem with the established conglomerates in America. So you're just going to take the exact opposite side of that. be like, oh, Business is good business is good for america i think you're a communist because that's what you're talking about right now (laughs) because i'm not doing it (laughs) well we already talked about that people are going to take that seriously and i will not be stephen colbert well i'll be
0: joe rogan then how about that
2: first of all how's it going over there in new york like i said i'm getting out i think now's the right time to get out uh i've been applying for jobs don't get me wrong i applied for tv host the other day so that was fun uh oh for what uh, for some network, I don't even remember. But <laughs> it's, I'm taking it so seriously. But uh, it was like a hundred and something thousand dollars a year. And it was on Indeed.com. And I was like, why wouldn't I throw my hat in the ring for this? So they're just going to see it. it. says like, I went to theater in college. And then offices, offices, offices. Oh, this guy wants to be a TV host. That sounds like a great idea. Let's call him. But maybe they will. Do you have experience doing this? Oh, no. No, I do not. I helped uh you- make. This show in high school. (laughs) Well, you ought to to
0: send them the the Skimbo Lounge. That's what I did. I applied for a bunch of jobs with Fox News. And I was like, look, I don't really want to work for Fox News because I fucking hate everybody that does. And I think they're the devil. But, you know, times being what they are, it was before I realized, you know, I am a certified personal trainer. Maybe I should apply to some training jobs. I was holding out for some weird reason because I guess I felt too fat to be a trainer.
2: I saw a thing that was an application for Hannity Fox News. Yeah. That was on. I I thought about applying to that and I was like, what if they actually call me? Like I don't because if I turn down the job, like they're going to ask me to <laughs> they're, they're listen to me for 5 minutes but hang up on this asshole. Uh but No, I, I disagree. I, I think it. you'd you'd get the job
0: because they want like a cuck whipping boy, a whipping cuck in the office. You know, they're going to all see bully me on you.
2: Hannity. Argue with stupid. And I come out with a dunce cap on. I'm like, I think this is um, this is offensive. <laughs> You're already pitting the audience against me, which is, uh, you know, doesn't start, whatever, stupid.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Fox News, you fucking idiot.
2: Yeah, sounds great. I can't wait. That's how that's going to go. And then I can sue them. When I say one of them walked by me and I felt something in their pants brush me.
0: Mm, yeah. Hannity's probably, I hate to say it. I hate to say it because I hate him. But I feel like he's got a low-key big hog. <laughs> because
2: he has the, he has the confidence the How else did he someone... get there? What? I said, how else did he get there? That's
0: very true Roger Ailes wasn't just going to let him have a show Fucked his way to the it's middle like, Take it out Let me touch it Let me look at it He, yeah, I don't know I feel like he's low-key packing heat Because he's got the con- the unearned confidence of someone Whose only credit in life is I have a big dick Because he has no other leg to stand on So I think, you think I He's know, got a third that's leg just my to stand read. on oh i see what you did there yeah
2: i try see i'm doing the that this week the terrible jokes penile humor <laughs> yeah well that's an appropriate transition we're back to
0: hamfisting transitions rory
2: oh great super
1: because i
0: know everyone missed it Mm-hmm. how familiar are you with some of the promotions that certain organizations are running during the covid crisis
2: uh, are you talking about all the ones they're like fedex cares we're putting people to, like that whole thing. We're like during the COVID nineteen virus, we're doing everything that we can to make sure our workers are safe. And like an We're those in this bi- together. Yeah, those whole things. Yeah, at AT and T, we're in. I'm this talking
0: like specific that- promotions. Like, hey, uh, there's this place in New York City that I never got to try, and it, it's gonna haunt me forever. Santa Mateo Cucina. And they look like they make really diesel appetizers with like burrata,
2: lots of cheese everywhere. Great, mm,
0: oh, yeah, wood fired pizzas, potato gnocchi, like um, it, Sounds it looks yeah, it looks delicious. And as the COVID crisis has worn on, it was like, hey guys, just to let you know, we're not closing. So if you want delicious <laughs> wood fired pizza, come on in, all are welcome. And then a week goes by, okay, we closed two of our locations. But that's all right. (laughs) The other one's working around the clock to make you pizza. All are welcome the next week. Okay, well, supplies are low. We've started making cauliflower crust like all of the fucking vegan hipsters on the Instagram. But that's okay. You can choke it down. It's like a pizza. Santa Mateo Cucina. See you Tuesday. And it just like steadily they've gotten more and more desperate. They started so confident like, we'll never leave you. And now it's gotten to the point where they're like, please buy pizza. We're doing 50% off on your meal, just come buy something—a single grape tomato. That's all we're asking.
2: We're selling specific ingredients. Come down. We've got a lot of sauce. Uh, we just need to get rid of the sauce.
0: We're selling blood and semen.
2: <laughs> it sounds like a so. It's weird because at the beginning of you, I was like, "I'm gonna go try this place. It sounds pretty good." And now I'm thinking, "I really got to go try this place. Like, I have to go before I leave." Oh yeah, it sounds you very let me important. Know how it is? <laughs> like, they were uh way too happy to see me i had four servers four really uncomfortable
0: i mean i understand it's tough times and and you have to incentivize people to use your services what i don't think you need to incentivize people to do is watch pornography
2: is this another and hand the yet- transition
0: <laughs> And yet, Pornhub decided to make premium free during all of this. Did they? Now, I'm on record as not being a porn guy, right? You've changed that opinion, is what you're saying? Look, you're going <laughs> to dangle free premium pornography content in front of me,
2: and I'm not going to take it? So you're basically out there like, I'm. listen, I'm not going to try heroin. But when somebody comes to you with like a bunch of free China white, like the purest of the purest heroin then hey, you got to become a heroin addict because that's what porn is. That's what porn is, Koch. It's heroin. You get it. Don't do porn.
0: I will shoot heroin into
2: the vein (laughs) under
0: my dick if someone gives it to me for free. I just, I, I don't give a fuck anymore. I've given up on life. I've given up on trying to fit into polite society. So I took my first step into being just like everybody else.
2: That's like a quick Bye. step from one to heroin. I think there's some steps in between there.
0: Ah, fuck it. I've never done anything the traditional Listen, way. Listen, will
2: you at least consider alcoholism? I feel like that's still pretty damaging. I've
0: I've, I flirted with alcoholism in college and post-college. I mean, I was a fat, disgusting drunk for a long time, and now that's I'm just a fat, disgusting, sober person,
2: but... what a time to fall apart the world's about to end if you wait like another couple of months people are going to be out in the streets with like baseball bats and garden hose like real crazy you know we're gonna we're gonna go at each other like lord of the flies in a little while here
0: are you enticing me with this sexually like
2: no i'm just saying you're sitting here be like i'm starting not to give a fuck like just wait another you know don't go full nihilism because that, that's where I'm at. I'm getting like tubby. You're still at the point where you don't give a fuck, but you're like working out every day. And that's going to be super useful when I run my mouth to strangers in the wasteland. <laughs> Great. Okay. Yeah. And you'll just be standing in the back. See, you'll have gone full out. We'll have figured some, where to get you some steroids. So you'll just be basically behind me. I'll be like, hold on there, friend. you like, just waiting for me to set you off like a junkyard dog.
0: Honestly, it's a better fate than I, I could have hoped for. Because yeah. I don't want to lead so... anyone. I don't. I don't believe in any causes anymore so just point me at
2: something i can kill or fuck you know yeah see or i'm eat. telling you give it another what are we thinking five weeks six weeks probably more than that yeah i mean i'm close it's gonna be a weird I'm winter it's gonna be weird like 24 months i think i know we say that every week but it's gonna be a weird 24 months i, I have to keep hammering that point home
0: <laughs> well i hope I hope that for the next 24 months they don't take away this Pornhub premium because I'm sure they will. I've gotten invested in it. If they take that away from me, there's going to be legislative and emotional consequences for them because I got to tell you, Rory. You write your congressman? It's opened up my eyes comedically,
2: it's opened (laughs) up my mind sexually. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, nothing. (laughs) Just taking the shower. Sex. Hey, here's your pizza. Oh, thank you. Put it over on that countertop. Sex. Well, you want to know one of the,
0: one of the fun ones I've seen? <laughs> what? It's called Hoverboard Cuck. <laughs> oh,
2: my God.
1: And I it's think exactly you're doing this wrong. It's,
0: it's exactly what it sounds like, which is... Everyone else some... is on Pornhub
2: masturbating. You're sitting
0: there taking notes. Basically. I'm <laughs> deconstructing it from, like, hmm, the hero's journey. He buys the hoverboard returns home to a faithless wife it's basically what it sounds like this dork buys a hoverboard and the guy that sold it to him comes to his house to show the guy's girlfriend oh wow your boyfriend really knows his way around that hoverboard and the dude's just doing circles in the background well the hoverboard salesman and the wife start hooking up but the twist is rory hoverboard cuck is such a cuck that his wife eventually looks at him and goes, "Get over here and suck this guy's dick," and he uh, does. Yeah. Well,
2: wow, that's some so. I'm not ashamed
0: sharking. to say, Rory. I, I I waltzed into some inadvertent mail on mail stuff, and I didn't click away.
2: We had to know what was happening at that point.
0: You got to know how hover hoverboard cuck ends. It's like, oh, I'm not going to watch The Godfather all the way through. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the best of all. That's like a. That's like the the most. Uh, Advanced story I've heard in a while Yeah
0: I mean you really But I guess you get what you look for (laughs) Sure I wasn't (laughs) even looking for that I just went down like an algorithmic rabbit hole And they were like yeah based on the other weird shit You've watched you might like hoverboard cuck I was like I
2: did Thank you Fucking a woman in a dog suit I will rate this with an erect penis (laughs) (laughs) Yeah we get those all the time They say just click yeah. the stars
0: that's you know it's it's thoughtful that you thought we were doing a themed rating system, but you know stars and thumbs up this for is a just
2: a, a cut to a future of you where you 're like paying for it and you're writing like store like emails to browsers, dear browsers, I'd like the story you had with the two twins who held the guy down because he was a nerd with a big penis. I have some thoughts, perhaps if you did a scene like this. I'm coming at this from several different angles. I noticed that like, that's your future. Way more bald, way fatter. World hasn't ended. We thought it was, so we leaned hard into the skid. You did meth for a couple of years. Never quite got anywhere past that. Waked up in a back alley a couple years later. Your dad had disowned you. He'd left the town because of the shame, obviously, so you were by yourself. And then eventually it led to you getting a pretty shitty job, but internet be, you know, super cheap at this point. So you just hang around masturbating to porn and writing emails to producers.
0: <laughs> That's literally the best outcome I could hope for right now. That's pretty cheery, to just right? Be a a fat, sexually confused loser.
2: Well, listen, don't put the bar so high, man. Okay, there's always the chance you end up like in a, in a mental institution. But to be fair, in that scenario, you eat way better. Yeah, which doesn't it's say true. much because uh, Trump gets reelected and uh, really like he opens up that that contract in the government to McDonald's. So you guys all die of heart disease. They don't know why.
1: <laughs> ba, ba, ba 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 They're right. all over me.
2: <laughs> just two warden like uh, orderlies just tackle you to the ground. Stick you.
1: Oh. Put
0: him. Put him in the hole. Yep. I'm telling you, man. They're, they're like as long as they don't take away my porn hub premium. Because again, I was not. I can't name. I can name all the porn stars I know off one hand, and I'm pretty sure half of them are dead. Is yeah. Amber Nova a thing
2: or is that? Do I make that up. That sounds like a porn name. It's, I'm sure you could get two dice that have a bunch of different, like, common things and just roll them, and every single one of them would be someone out there.
0: Well, it's like the how uh, Gambino got his name. He used a Wu Tang name generator and got Childish Gambino.
2: Yeah, see, there you go. It's just there are people out there. It's, you know, they, what is it? There used to be the joke about what your porn name is, like the street you grew up on and your. Favorite color some shit like that. I don't know what it is.
0: I heard it was your first pet in the street you grew up on. Yeah, there you go. So for me, that would be Izzy Sparrow.
2: Okay, my first pet was called Paul, which is a parakeet. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Paul the parakeet. Yeah, come on. And uh, my parents didn't get it. They're like, okay. Because my sister named it like Tweety or some shit. Like I was like, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, okay, Rory. That's fine. Come Paul on, used Kelly. to bite me so... My sister's parakeet, super nice, would like jump up on your finger and stuff. Mine, when you went to pet, it, it would just bite you and just scream at you. Oh. <laughs> your
0: parents knew what they were doing when they gave you those individual <laughs> parakeets. It was
2: incredible. Really, uh, a lot of things are making sense now when I think about it. Uh, so it was Paul, and I lived on Hill Street. So Paul Hill, I guess.
0: Okay. Sounds I think really you br- could go with just Paul. Yeah. Be a good poor name, Paul. Paul. Here comes Paul. He's gonna come help fuck this chick.
2: <laughs>
0: this utility
2: belt and this huge dick sounds like a great future.
0: Uh, dude, I would do porn if I could. If I if I had the build
2: and the 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 dick for it, one hundred percent, I would do porn. You fucking like, kidding me? I feel like every, there's a porn for everybody, even if it's them laughing at your penis. There's a porn out there for that. Oh, <laughs> oh there, is. Like, there <laughs> is there's small penis humiliation is a, a subcategory oh see i didn't know for sure but i was like i bet if we
0: go and search it afterwards but you already have i can't enjoy that because i'm right i'm dead in the middle i'm dead average there you go i have the average cock so i don't i can't well, you look I at a lot of these people
2: of... and you go i just don't have the wherewithal to like get in shape and that's the only way you're filming me with some beautiful chick is if i'm you know i got psoriasis i'm like all pale as hell i'd have to go to like get tans it would take me years Years to get into the kind of shape where I'd be okay. But like, okay, let's do this. Because I don't want to be like in the laughing saying. porn. I don't. Unless they're paying really well for that. <laughs>
0: but you, you can't help but laugh at some of it. And and here's the thing, Rory. The amateur stuff, which is someone like me and my college girlfriend who are like, set up the video camera. We're going to make ourselves a fuck picture. Like, it's beautiful. are we're, we're disgusting and, like, the <laughs> sloppy noises and all that stuff. You can make that. And people will look at that and be like, that's raw. That's real. That's like independent film, man. There was, there was some intent behind that fuck. This amateur stuff is, I, I can get down with that. These are real people fucking like Vikings on a burning ship. I, I appreciate that. I salute that.
2: I hope you're writing these comments all over Pornhub right now. Just everywhere. Please. I'm please. keeping
0: a low Pornhub profile and not interacting with please any Please start of these commenting.
2: Please start commenting and and saying weird shit because you're going to get a following like vikings on a burning <laughs> ship they'll they'll follow that shit. Oh like Bad this guy has got, got some a deep, handsome gooch. I want to see what other fuck pictures this dude has seen. Let's uh let's you know you're like a curator of a weird shit on Pornhub and that becomes your see again 10 years later you're making a serious amount of money off of this they're doing documentaries on you and he changed he literally invented a genre an entire culture of people and you were the first cuz you're writing these what weird is- You were curating porn. Ah, yes, from '97. You see, when Debbie did Dallas, I don't know. It was way earlier than that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Debbie does Dallas. Fuck, when was that? When was Deep Throat? '70s. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Probably. I always think of the beginning of porn as being the '70s. I feel like in the '60s there was a lot of like public and political dissent. So maybe there's some. I mean, obviously, there's been porn as early as cameras have been around, but like, well, there's porn as early as the Greeks. Etching it into fucking tablets, you know? like Penis, yeah. And a lot of sculptings.
0: Uh, it, but that's, you know, to get back on track here with the very important topic of amateur porn. Hmm. Yeah. No, I think so. I think so. Um, okay. You know, I just want to make sure I didn't knock my mic cord out here. No, no I, can I can still not. hear it's, you. It's well, still I getting all of this gold. I would have told you.
2: I've just been sitting here for hours. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very mm-hmm.
0: interesting. Just watching me gesticulate while I'm like... There's, Her vagina was impaled on a rock. Like I don't. It's getting. I haven't seen that yet. But it's the amateur stuff. Is you would think it would be laughable because it's two slobs who don't know how to be sexy, who are just like they set an iPhone up against a lamp and film themselves banging. But it's it's not the laughable stuff. Is the shit with production values, because these people can't (laughs) act. I'll take mumblecore porn over the produced stuff any day because it's fucking hilarious. First of all, step-sibling porn is huge right now. It's like the Beatles. of Yeah, I don't
2: get it. It's like, is that the next generation's thing? Like the, you know, like the... The younger generation is all about that shit because they're still like maybe I think maybe because the generation above us, a lot of them got divorced, a lot of that shit going around. And that's like the mm-hmm. taboo thing for them, you know, is is a is the a prominent scenario for a lot of them. Maybe. I don't know. It's, it's entirely possible that divorce it, it, is it pretty fucking up. high. You know, a lot of
0: those and people can, had kids. It can fuck some people up for sure. But it just feels so safe to go step-sibling. Like, why don't you have the fucking tenacity to just go full incest? You might as well. Like, if you want to really plausible be Plausible edgy...
2: deniability about being really fucking weird. Maybe uh, maybe porn's not there yet, huh? Maybe wow. not. We are talking about the mainstream, and even in porn, they are repressed, apparently. Can you... Is that... Il- it's. I know it's frowned upon, obviously, but it's not illegal to hook um, up with a relative, is it? I, I feel like to have children i mean it's the most i mean taboo fucking thing you can think of when it comes to sex it's irresponsible except for you know like in the butt
0: that's a good point rory you've just given a lot of confused children a
2: a loophole
1: (laughs) we're playing doctor and i'm a proctologist
2: great that's the most creepy thing you've said today No, well, I did
0: just watch the Fusili Jerry Seinfeld. But see, like sitcoms and porn are blending together, so now I feel like Jerry Stiller died in an orgy. Like you're gonna get really confusing
2: no... boners. You know, all the after time. That. Yeah,
0: all the time now. It's just it's like ridiculous. being in high
2: school. The funniest really? one, math I saw, class. Anyways, I never got high school boners. Actually, oh, I got high school boners. High school boners were the worst. Yeah, no. I I, I did class would end and like... be like, this is the fucking worst. <laughs> Tuck that shit up him. into your belt. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: I never got them unless I got them intentionally. I would go to the, the handicap stall at the end of the hallway near the cafeteria. I'd sure. situate myself in there and be like, well,
2: <clears throat> time to take the stress off the day. <laughs> One in the afternoon. Oh, I never did that. That never happened.
0: Uh, well, I got to tell you, it uh, really kind of resets S- your brain before math. You can focus better.
2: Puts things in perspective. Hmm. This is gross. (laughs) Other people do this here. What
0: smells like bleach? I don't understand. (laughs) Oh, that's horrible. Um, That's all. That's. Dude, you want to talk about horrible? I'm still on this porn thing because it's just been so funny. Like there's some stuff that like has been legitimately titillating and we'll get to that. But the funny stuff is like there was this step sibling porno where it was like some girl and her friend and they're studying after school and stepbrother is spying on them and they start talking about him and the one girl is like your stepbrother is cute and she's just like shut up no he's not that's my stepbrother that's so weird it's not that weird it's not like you guys are related or anything yeah i guess and he overhears all of this
2: so they put it finally, all into a place where, like if this conversation happened maybe it'd be okay well and the this stepsister- is what makes it cool
0: Basically admits, like, yeah, you know, I guess I'd fuck this guy. And he hears that, and he's like, "That's all the provocation I need to take off all of my clothes and wait here in the shower for them to come in." He pulls the shower curtain aside, jumps out, masturbating, and shoots a load into his stepsister's face while she screams. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck is that? I don't, I, I, but exactly, I'm watching that and I'm like, uh, someone just timed their load to rocket at the same time as this dude because it was so hot for them to be in this scenario and I can't stop laughing. It was just like the funniest, stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and it's a whole subgenre, surprise coming. Uh, anything, any I anything
2: don't... you want, Rory, it's there. I'm sure. It sounds like it. The fact that there's people out there that, like, get off with the whole humiliation thing always was, like, a strange, confusing thing to me. I'm like, I don't understand it. I don't get why. Maybe that's because growing up I, like, got humiliated in public anyways. So I was like, I don't like this from an early <laughs> age. And there's, like, some really, like, alpha male dudes out there who are, like, I really wish, you know, a girl would, uh, you know, laugh at my penis. That's really what I want. Like, I don't know. I don't know how you find your way there, but thank you internet for helping us, I guess. Well, and it's it's a great question and I've looked into it. I
0: looked into like what is the psychology of a fetish? How do you develop it? Is it based on something from your past? So it's like, okay, well I have a fetish for uh like how do people become furries? Like did you know you were a kid and the dog licked your balls while you're in the bath or something like i don't like is it an incident it's or just is it that just... easy
2: watch out everybody do not <laughs> let your dog those of you with kids in the bathroom you'll end up with the butt plug tail i mean not that there's anything wrong with that live your life speak your truth
0: just get the ceramic ones they're they're easy to clean and uh
2: <laughs> can't go with that gel it's gonna leave itself in you it might get cancer watch out we don't no. know what that shit does yet can't be having the floppy ones yeah don't be using silicone based let's be smart here, everybody okay
0: Water-based lubricant only. But I, I looked into it, and there, there is no consensus. Some people say, yeah, well, you know, if the, the Queen song, Fat Bottom Girls. Okay, so Freddie Mercury in that song was essentially raped by his nanny um, and, and develops an attraction to fat women. Okay. But then there's another school of thought that's like, it's just completely random. It's not connected to anything. You could have a fetish for having, you know, a bottle up your ass like Jar Guy. One guy, one jar. Or, you know. Ugh. That was terrible. Crunch. Was
2: a terrible No. Video. No. <laughs> I no. was like, how's he getting out of this how's it? It just, Your butt's too strong. It doesn't have the structural integrity. No. He's got a...
0: He's got that gorilla grip asshole and he put a commemorative looney tunes jelly jar up there it's
2: literally one of those things that's the worst it might be one of the worst things i've ever seen in my fucking life i can't bad it's the most horrifying you're just like oh my god what happens and it happens and you just the power of the human sphincter i guess just wow <laughs> when you're not ready for it guys when you're not ready that's that's the lesson you you fucking you're in trouble our bodies are nightmares how about the guy putting the
0: batteries up his dick hole
2: I don't know if I ever saw that one, but I'm good. I'm glad I did not see that one. It is bad. Uh, And I can't
0: remember if I made this one up or if this was based on a real thing. I hope you made it up. I
2: hope you made it up. I hope you made it
0: up. Sticking a glass rod up your urethra and then hitting your dick with a rubber mallet.
2: I've heard about the dick up the the glass up the the urethra. I don't know about the mallet. Well, we have been friends for a long time. Well, I might have heard it from you. Maybe that's where I heard it from.
0: Exactly, but, it doesn't preclude me from having made that up. I but don't I'm pretty
2: know. sure there's a thing about dudes and sticking shit up their urethras. I don't know particularly a glass thing, but let's go there. You know that shit happens. There
0: is. I I I I won't name the person. How you feeling? Uh, everyone feeling okay
2: at home?
1: I hope. I so. won't name the I'm person terrified. because
0: it would be very incriminating. But I would like to name them. Um, <laughs> but I know someone who almost destroyed their kidneys as a child. Because they stuck like you know when you go to Al's restaurant and you get the squirt bottle of vinegar? Yeah. It's just like the, the classic like ketchup and mustard tube with the little notch on the top. Yeah. I know someone who stuck one of those up their dick hole and almost gave themselves kidney failure because they were what? squirting dirty bath water inside of their body.
2: Why? Was it they trying to why to like board, board in the tub. Give myself an oil change. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> Jiffy Lube is open for business. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. That's like... It's
0: bad. So to answer your question, Murray, no one knows where fetishes come from. They just <laughs> are.
2: Oh, yeah. Ever since then, I've wanted to destroy my kidneys. <laughs> just wanna... I
0: thought it would be erotic to shatter my spleen.
1: Yeah.
0: So well, you want to hear the weirdest one I am willing to admit to being titillated by? If that's not uncomfortable for you? No, go ahead.
2: I don't know if I have any particular. I'm trying. Like again, it's one of those things where you can't see it until the, the door opens, and you're like, "Oh my god, I'm into this."
0: Yeah. Well, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. And I won't say it's like my new thing, but it's definitely like an alternate dimension for me. Like I look at. We talk about Dan Harmon. So somebody's not he... the one where
2: like the girl takes the stiletto and smashes you in the ball sack. No. Because no, no, you no, can no, probably have no, you no. probably one maybe two of those and then you're done.
0: Yeah, no, ball torture. I can't I can't stomach ball torture. I'm a I'm a pussy. But I, I like Dan Harmon used to talk about very candidly on his podcast how he had like a nylon fetish and he would get like a mannequin leg and put a nylon on it and like hump it and he put like a sharpie up his ass at one point and he had a sex doll that he fucked so much the head fell off. So like I like to think my thing is not as weird as any of those, but it's weird. Because I got to tell you, Rory, I watched a little amputee porn and I'm not (laughs) trying to be funny, even though it is funny, because I know you're not supposed to like objectify these people. They've been through enough, but there's just something about a girl who doesn't have both her legs. I was just like, huh. All right. Well, (laughs) I'm not going to fight the algorithm if it sends me a couple more of these. It's very strange uh, for me.
2: I don't know if that's my thing.
0: That's fine. Doesn't you have know,
2: to be. I gotta tell you, I don't know if that's it. That's I. I don't know what I've. I've, I've been. I'm. am thinking about it. I don't think I have anything like that. I was thinking like, I'm like you know, and the girl's on top, it's pretty crazy. <laughs>
0: okay, Quaker.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, I'm here bearing my soul, and you're like, no, I don't. I I, how do you cut it? It's like the dude comes out and. It's like opening for Led Zeppelin, but they play first, and then you're like, I don't know what to do after that. (laughs) What am I supposed to do? I was going to come out and play the acoustic guitar. It's like I'm Bob Dylan, and you came here to play, to hear Led Zeppelin. Like, what do you guys want from me? And then they all boo, boo, and they shower me with garbage. You just
0: riff something worse. Think of something worse.
2: I can't think of anything worse. Uh I don't want to, like, You said you were opening up about it. I can't think of one worse, but yep, totally into that. I can think of worse <laughs> things. Like we just talked about fucking ball torture. I think that's way worse. You're just fucking yeah, but you're, not, you're not.
0: into ball torture. No, exactly. So far as you've admitted,
2: I exactly, dude. I'm just down with it. Um, you know, I I guess when I'm watching porn, I guess I think the scenarios are fine. Sometimes you're like, okay, I, I can. I'm interested in the perspective about uh, how I could empathize about getting into this situation. Let's do it. All right. So I guess you know if the role playing thing was a thing my girl was into, I'd probably go for it. But then again, I'm pretty lonely. I think she could probably <laughs> turn me onto a bunch of different things. <laughs> but if
0: a girl walked up to you and showed you her non existing hand and said "suck my stump," that
2: wouldn't do anything for you. No, okay. not even a little bit. Well, I'd be like, we're different. We're different people. I'd probably be like, I need to go now. <laughs> <laughs> that was. That was too too fast, too soon, I think. You'll have to, you'll have to ease into the, that, you know, for me. <laughs> I got a friend to introduce you to, though. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, now pinch hitting for Mr. Rory. Yeah.
0: I don't uh, know. Yeah, it's uh, I've seen a lot of shit I don't like. I've seen a lot of shit I definitely don't like.
2: I've seen some stuff I'm open to,
0: and I got to tell you, that's... Uh,
2: well, see, I, that's much yeah. easier for me as the shit I'm not into. I guess sure. sucking on amputee stumps is one of them. Did not know that about myself until you just asked me. Well, you know, oh, we're I don't know. New, I, 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 I realize re- I'm. I realize
0: I'm being glib, but like not intentionally, because it's it's like the truth. I don't well, know how could, to make uh, it more clear. Like you
2: could have awoken some. We could we we could be awakening demons and some people back home. It's <laughs> so like, well, wow, what have I? Well, I gotta I gotta go down some rabbit holes.
0: No, they're not. None of them are living their truth. They're all they're all in their nice neat. Tidy little relationships and... Wake up, Yeah. (laughs) Start watching more amputee porn. You'll never feel more alive. Ridiculous. Than when you watch a woman take off her prosthetic leg and stick it where the sun don't shine. There's something very fulfilling about it. Right now, we're all staying at home to defeat the coronavirus. But there's a disease out there that nobody's talking about. Hi, my name is Chuck and I am one of nearly 2 million Americans who suffer from Michael McDonald Disorder. But what is Michael McDonald Disorder? It's a neurological disease that causes patients to spontaneously break out in song. But in the style of adult contemporary radio mainstay, Michael McDonald,
1: I can't eat lunch in public cause I'll scare all the children and birds.
0: It's a nightmare. And we suffer in silence because most people have never even heard of Michael McDonald. And those who have think he's a fucking joke. See? You listening. I bet you have no idea who I'm talking about. But if I said I had Adam Driver Syndrome, you'd probably cream your shorts.
1: My parents told all their friends that I died in 9-11.
0: When you're living with Michael McDonald disorder, there's no such thing as a normal life. The disease makes it difficult to connect with people. Except for diehard fans of the Doobie Brothers. I live in constant fear of my next outbreak. Will it be on the bus? Or when I'm chatting up that cute barista.
1: I have never known the touch of a woman except the one I made out of jelly and a pillowcase.
0: It's like there's someone else living inside of my body. An elderly musician who sings like he took a bite of something really hot.
1: Heroin stops the voices, but it doesn't stop the singing.
0: You know, my grandfather has that Italian sleeping disease where you become so sleep deprived that you lose your mind and die.
1: He also hallucinates that I'm his buddy who died in the war. And I'm starting to get the feeling that they hooked up once or twice.
0: And he says he feels sorry for me. That's because there is no cure for Michael McDonald disorder. A 2007 clinical trial in Malaysia showed promise. But it turns out they were just shooting the patients to put them out of their misery. But I'm optimistic. I'm not going to let this disease get the better of me. The
1: best that I can hope for is to die in the men's room at Red Lobster.
0: For more information and for tour dates near you, visit www.michaelmcdonald.com. Thank you. Now back to the show.
2: I mean, porn's going to go a whole different way in like the next five to 10 years too. Just because you're going to be able to put any face on anybody you want and have something go like this is again, we were talking about it earlier, uh, not on the show, but beforehand deep fakes. Mm. Uh, and now this obviously started as a thing that I think was meant to put faces on porn. Porn leads the way in all digital occurrences, man. Uh, and it's the idea that they put like celebrity faces on porn star bodies, so you can sit there and be like, "I always wanted to bang Amber here." Well, here's her is in a porno using deepfakes, and deepfakes is basically this thing where they find somebody who's got the approximation, and not even that anymore because the technology's gotten so good. There's some excellent examples. What you were talking about earlier was Joe Rogan as Doctor Evil. You can go on and see that, and it's very convincing. They also have one uh, because apparently Adam Sandler was going to play Donnie Donowitz on Inglorious Bastards. And uh, so the scene of him walking out with a bat to smash the German officer's face in, they have a deep fake of him and his face on that character. And uh, it's going to get to the point where it's you, you can use it to do anything you want. Well, it's, I feel like even
0: even now, like the unsophisticated ones that are kind of like glitchy and blobby are still miles ahead of anything I thought would be commercially viable right off the bat. You know what I'm saying? Mm
2: -hmm. Well, I used to watch these tutorials of people who would take pictures on Photoshop and turn them into completely different people. Mm -hmm. And that alone was scary enough. So it's the kind of thing where it's like you can make anybody look any way you want. You can put anybody anywhere. Here's this picture of Donald Trump doing this. Here's this picture of this celebrity doing that. Look how incriminating this is. And the fact is, is that people shouldn't be believing any of that shit anymore. I'm having a hard time seeing anything other than what looks like really decent, very credible footage of things happening uh mm. which makes me sound like a total nut conspiracy theorist you know i I don't think we've gotten there yet uh but you know you can you you can make people look like they're anywhere now look at here's a picture of this guy look he's well, you can photoshop the tattoo on someone's back and go, boom, there he is.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, we, we, we actually used that exact example. We were like, if someone had beef with Ben Affleck and they wanted to frame him for like statutory rape, mm-hmm. um, they all you would have to do is convincingly apply that weird Phoenix back tattoo that he has mm-hmm. to a double and they'll be like, see who else has that fucking stupid tattoo. It's clearly him. It's clearly well, him.
2: And there's always the defense there that at a certain point, there's there are certain, like, analysts that are very, very good about being able to look at a photo and see whether it's the original image or whether it's been doctored mm. and by very subtle elements that go down to the pixels. And uh, I think that's all well and good, but that also has a probably an expiration date on it as well, which is sort of unfortunate. I mean, maybe not for the most you know, sophisticated, but I think that, again, we live in a time of sort of the, you know, uh, the law of public opinion, Yeah. and so you can be guilty without ever, you know, without half of those people ever hearing that you were actually innocent, and I think that's really what it's going to be about in the future. It's going to be about damaging credibility. It's about, I mean, look at how much, look at how much, quote, fake news, and I shudder to use the word because it gets used both ways now, and it's completely lost its meaning, uh, but look how much of that misinformation flies around now to discredit things in what are very seemingly believable ways, to the point where you can't really have discussions with people anymore about some of this stuff, because it it all becomes a discussion of the oh yeah well did you hear about what this person did huh you're over here criticizing this person but listen to what listen to what this guy did you're like that's not what we're talking about yeah but you're you know you got to wake up because you're sitting there listening to CNN or Fox News or whatever the fuck side you're listening to and they just kind of shit on everything and to a certain point they're kind of right now we're getting to this weird place where it's really hard to trust what's going on especially because you look at the way you know and i hate because we all, you know it's what all anyone can think about right now is the coronavirus but you look at the way everything's kind of failing us it's pretty disheartening you know um there's a lot of information out there it's a it's kind of like aldous huxley what he used to talk about you know there's everyone who talks about 1984 in sort of the surveillance state, but nobody ever talks about what he used to talk about, which was the sense that when the truth is out there, what you need to do to silence it is to bombard it with so much other misinformation that you don't know which part of it is actually real. So something really bad can happen with Trump, but as long as you've got so much other shit going on out there. You know, Mm -hmm. we're talking about how much he golfs. We're talking about, you know, how many flights he takes or this dumb fucking thing he said about this. He's not a trustworthy person. That's great. Look at what he's doing. Because some of that stuff is the stuff that we should be paying attention to. But we're not because of this sort of culture that's been created. And it's sort of a really scary precedent. And I think that's why we're not going to be out of the woods like you and me talk about for the next couple of years. Because we're sort of looking at the big picture all wrong in this country and and it's a very scary thing i don't know how we fix that i really don't not to take it to a super dark place but (laughs) oh
0: well it's too late for that
2: yeah i don't know if any of that made sense around with incest porn and amputees well i feel like i'm taking crazy pills sometimes man it's sort of and especially i'm living here in it i'm living it in every single day here in new york city and you're watching people who are at the the fucking epicenter of this problem not take it seriously at all. Mm -hmm. It's not real for them. It's not real for a lot of people because they're not the person who's connected to the person who's going to die. It's this sort of thing where they're walking outside. They're not realizing that if they're sick, they're getting a certain number of people sick as well. And then those people become, you know, carriers themselves. And it just spreads around, especially because of how long it's there when you don't, you know, the, the, the whatever period between when you start to become symptomatic, you're still Mm -hmm. spreading it. People don't realize it. And, that's a scary fucking thing when you're in a place where nobody's taking it seriously. Thank God I'd already had it because if I didn't, I'd have gotten it already again.
0: Well, and it's just—I mean, we've been over it, but it's—it's it's been politicized to such an extent. Like, excuse me—I I know I dropped two hard R's in this episode already and made fun of the Jews, I guess. But you, I like, guess <laughs> for for—but like, legitimately, and I'm not—I'm not trying to be funny by saying it, and I apologize. But like, you know. I'm not going to dance around it. I got called a fucking faggot for wearing a mask in public. I was at in here in Barry. Mm-hmm. I walked into a local grocery store with a mask on and I was looking through the produce and I had a mask and gloves and some townie comes up to me, some fucking MAGA cunt and goes, nice mask, faggot. And nice it's like now. if she if, if she had been uh, I can only get one more. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs>
0: That's how it works. You get three every podcast. um But no, but I, I couldn't. I was like, you could have knocked me over with a goddamn feather, dude. So I was uh, like,
2: uh, what kind of I-
0: ignorant piece of shit do you have to be to A, I- even if there were no pandemic and I was walking around the store like that randomly? Yeah. I'm like, matter. am I the craziest person in Barry? There's a guy that walks around, he looks like Slash he's just some kid in a stovepipe hat. You give him grief for being an individual. It's like I'm, sure I'm they trying do. to I'm sure they do. Yeah, it's like you dumb bitch. I was in New York City, again, the epicenter of the fucking outbreak in America, and I, this is for your protection. It's not really for mine. It's not doing anything for me. It's it's for the protection of the people around me mm-hmm. because I came from a place where it's a fucking problem. Now if you would like for me to pull this down and cough in your dumb face, I'll do it gladly. You fucking Jeff Gordon shirt wearing (laughs) Walmart sweatpants with Oxy in the pockets, motherfucker.
2: Well, people don't get it. And again, I used to be that kind of person who when I saw people with masks on on the subway, I always asked myself if that was for their benefit or mine. Are Mm -hmm. they afraid of me or, or should I be afraid of them? Because it's living in a place like this, it it could be either. It could be somebody who just has they're immunocompromised and they get sick very easily. And the subway is a fucking petri dish of random people, and they're mm-hmm. terrified of going from one place to another. But they have to use this because it's the cheapest option. And you know, maybe they're sick. Maybe they're going to the doctor. You don't know. But people will give those people grief. People will look at them funny. And now, like after we've all been through it, I think all of us understand it just a little bit more. But it's surprising that you apparently not. Uh, it's, it's gotten to that point, I guess, where, I mean, I'm going to have to get ready for that when I get home just to see.
0: Get ready, you know man. It's on. not the, f- the friendly little burg that you remember. Like, people here are on edge. They are mm-hmm. totally on fucking edge because their entire lives have been upended. And you would think, okay, New York City, where it's really bad, that people, A, would have more cause to complain and, B, would be in more dire straits. But it's New York. They just soldier on. And you believe in this shit or you don't. You stay home or you don't. But here, where it's it's on such a small scale and everybody knows each other, it's like a paranoia-themed episode of The Twilight Zone. Nobody trusts each other. There is no more morning, neighbor. It's, it's you know, get get the fuck out of my way. I'm going to get that last package of chicken before the Tyson factory stops sending them this way. Hannaford is a fucking war zone. You go in there, no one... It, you come within a fucking aisle or two of other people and, and the, the knives come out, man. It's ridiculous. People, And I'm not saying they're ridiculous for being scared, mm-hmm. but it, it, their reactions in both directions are completely disproportionate to the situation. You either have people who are so scared that they will fucking stab you before letting you get anywhere near them because they think that you're going to give them the walking dead disease, and you have mm-hmm. people who are so cavalier about it that they're going to get in your space and fucking cough in your mouth. Like, it, you, it's it's a nightmare. It's a fucking nightmare if you're right down the middle. And that's the story I'd like to think of yours in my life. We are down-the-middle guys who try to be rational rational and reasonable, and this is what we get. We get called the F-bomb in a fucking grocery we watched, store. I'm We've been going you, to our entire lives.
2: Watching people fall apart over this, yeah. Well, it's It's funny because in New York, you know, it's people aren't up each other's shit about it. I mean, if you're on the subway, which I have not touched since this has happened. If you're on the subway, apparently it's very quiet and hostile. But apparently you can get on some cars and they're still packed to the fucking brim. Because people just have to still get to work. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's... No, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, when I'm in, uh, you know, grocery stores... I've got it. I've got it down exactly what I need, exactly where to go, and so I just go and I do it and I get out. But you would think that nothing had stopped for those people, except that they have to wear masks now, uh, and, and for the most part, everyone stays the fuck out of your way. But the the thing that's weird, I think, for people back home to realize too, is just how narrow all of the aisles are in New York City because everybody's mm-hmm. saving money for space and time, that mm-hmm. there is no way not to brush people when you move by them in the aisles in New York. At least at the place I go to. Maybe it's some of the other places, but uh, everything is just right on top of each other. So you just kind of have to go in and do your shit and get the fuck out of there. And everyone still actually seems to do it pretty normally like they're all just you know trying to get the fuck out of everybody's way. And it, the thing that's helpful, I think, is you can't go into there if you don't have a mask. They kick you the fuck out
0: good that seems to be a lot of the places more places need to do that because it's the only way you're gonna get these dumb fucks to fall in line is you can't come in if you don't wear a mask now then you get these fucking yahoos like these two dudes that killed the guy in walmart or dollar general or wherever Mm -hmm. it was because he was like wear your mask this is this yeah this is the fucking country that we've we've created for ourselves don't infringe on my liberties or i'll kill the fuck out of
2: you Like, your liberties don't really, you know, they don't allow you to murder people. I don't know if I read that bylaw somewhere. that there's Or they shouldn't. Yeah. Well, we could get into a whole gun debate, too. I think it's just a weird, you know. (sighs) Yeah. It's a whole crazy fucking place we're about to live into. It's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. And you got Trump who, you know, especially with the upcoming election, like, he is threatening to, what is it? He's threatening to withdraw funding and help. Or aid of some type from michigan because they're going to allow mail-in ballots <laughs> so we're going to start seeing a lot more of that as well didn't michigan also
0: just have like a shitload of dams break and like thousands of people oh, yeah. have been displaced from their homes
2: yeah i think it was michigan yeah so we're doing great
0: and it was doing the, great it's
2: the second dam because a dam already broke and then it, it flowed down onto another dam which i think is about to break or might have broken Possibly by the time this uh, show has come out, certainly. Uh, unless they have some superheroes down there that can hold two dams worth of water. Yeah, well...
0: Remember when Donald Trump was going to build a wall and make Mexico pay for it, and he was going to fix our crumbling infrastructure, and mm-hmm. everything was going to be... Flood I remember decks, when he said those jobs. things.
2: I don't remember ever believing it, but I remember <laughs> him saying those things. But that's the fucking He was going to drain the swamp, and then he filled it up with a bunch of sycophants and big business members and friends that... Uh, have been robbing this country blind, but for some reason a lot of people don't seem to see it. They, it. It's either they don't see it or they do and they
0: don't care and they do the mental gymnastics to say, no, this is fine. This is going to benefit me somehow out in the middle of Gudger, Utah. Some of this will trickle down and when, when the, the cup overfloweth for those at the top of the pole, Poor I will drink. Jimmy
2: Carter. That's what I think of, man. Yeah. Poor Jimmy Carter. He had to give up his peanut farm. When he became president, like that's they true. made him divest himself from his peanut farm because it was a conflict of interest. And look where we are now, where yeah. Trump takes regular trips to a place that he owns and golfs on the fucking government dime. At least like he's been going to Camp
0: David a lot recently, and that's a savvy optics move because if he, you know he wants to go to Mar-a-Lago. Especially because yeah. Florida's <clears throat> fucking open for business. You know he wants to go to Mar-a-Lago. But, but they're not, not going to let him.
2: They're not going to yeah. let him. Yeah, because no. it's just he, he will get sick. <laughs> N-
0: Nero, Nero fiddled while Rome burned. You know what I mean? He can't yeah. fucking go play golf at Mar-a-Lago when people are dying. Mm-hmm. And it's like everyone's turning against Fauci now. And I'm not saying the guy is the fucking answer. But, you know, he is one of the top infectious disease experts in the country. So he hasn't done anything
2: it, wrong, certainly.
0: But everyone points to like, well, he said, don't worry about masks. You don't need
2: masks. And now, all of a sudden, we need masks. Which one is it, Fauci? Well, what what part think, of the deep state do you work for? I think once he realized what the problem was, he realized, oh, shit, they do.
0: <laughs> so but he that? literally said himself, he was like, yeah, we operate on the information we have at the time. It's, it's the Skimbo Lounge model of coronavirus <laughs> response where we made fun of it. We said it wasn't a big deal. <laughs>
2: And, then and then we, we disappeared
0: were wrong. for a month. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, yeah. This ain't so bad. Oh shit! And uh, things have been falling apart since. And it's only gonna get worse. And... It's only gonna get worse. Think about it. Yeah, uh, what's gonna end up happening is everything's gonna open up for the summer, and we're gonna see what the fuck. I mean, it's, it's, it's binary, man. It's gonna be good or it's gonna be bad. I got a <laughs> feeling it's gonna be bad. One or zero, man. One or zero.
0: I don't know. I don't know, man. It's it's. I just I don't trust. I don't trust the people that live in this country. We elected Donald Trump, you know, and to say nothing of the world, right? I'm just focused on our country. I don't. I I never used to be the guy that was like, well, you know, you can blame it all on the MAGA dorks. You know what I mean? Like I
2: I you can't I always try to extent, but I mean that's it's still a cop out. It's a it's not the full you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I always tried to be like fair, because like we have friends who are dyed-in-the-wool libertarians, right? And sure. I think libertarianism is a fundamentally stupid ideology because it's all like, ah, get rid of the government. Everything should be our, or, like, run by us, and everything will be perfect
2: when it's a free like, market. It, it and won't. All this it's, stuff. it's just going to be consolidated like it already has. Yeah. It's just not going to be assisted by the government in doing so. They're not going to get. They're not going to get subsidized by a government state. So their argument is that the infrastructure that these people have built will somehow collapse to, you know, the the working man when they go and start to help one another in their communal aspects. But that doesn't mean that these mega billion, multi-billion dollar corporations aren't going to loom over the entire thing. And no shit, dude. It's I don't care if you're Joe's fishing shop, the lures you make are still getting sold to you by big steel in some way. You're not going to be you can't source all of the shit from locally and the things that already have that infrastructure built are going to be the things providing you anything. It doesn't matter. They're going to be able to do it cheaper than you. There's no way to to have a li- a true libertarian state with what we've got unless those big institutions crumble. And you know what? Some financial institutions will but the problem with that is, is those other multi-billion dollar things are going to just buy up that real estate. Mm-hmm. They're going to buy up those assets and create a bigger infrastructure themselves until everything is Disney. Everything is fucking Disney. That's what it's going to be. Because if we get the true libertarian state, it's going to be who's ever made the bi-coastal connection as well to China. They've already got market there. And it's just going to be this big major conglomerate owned by a very, very small group of people. It's not going to, it's going to, it would take maybe a hundred years. It might be quicker than that. But it would take a certain amount of time. And then everything would be owned by one entity. Everyone would buy from that. It'd be the cheapest option. And anyone who went outside of that system would be too poor to afford it. And that's where you'll see a feudal state. Except based in libertarianism and based in corporations, won't that be fun? Hooray, libertarianism, a world <laughs> right. where if you're fucking useful, then that's great. but if this if that system defines you as not being useful to it, you can starve and fucking die. That's what that system well, is
0: and and with some notable exceptions, a lot of libertarians were born on third base and thought they hit a triple, and it's it's this infrastructure. Weird... And I, I hate to, to bag specifically on the libertarians, but what I'm saying is I've tried very hard in my life to never really come after someone based on their politics and go, well, because you think this, I categorize you as an enemy. Or because you think this, I think this makes you stupid, etc., cetera, et cetera. But Trump getting elected kind of changed that for me. And the fact that it's been almost four years now of him just jumping the general lee over the fucking bill of rights like he he i remember i think it was you that i was talking to and maybe it was the beginning of this conversation i don't know we we talk so often but mm. um i think you were saying remember when we thought that the impeachment thing would be the lasting
2: yeah legacy
0: yeah. of his presidency yeah and like the worst possible scandal and it's like
2: <laughs> nope it never nope. is it never no it's this is going to be so much worse And the scary thing about it is that coming into an election, uh, look at how little information there is on a lot of that. Like, I don't know, maybe there is. I've I've completely zoned out of politics since this has been going on, except for Trump. He has Mm -hmm. the most optics on him of anybody in the political spectrum. And uh, that's sadly only going to help him this next election cycle. Uh It's when everybody fucking talks about Trump that everybody knows that fucking word, whether you love him or hate him again. Republicans vote for their guy. I can't imagine that he's lost enough of that vote, but maybe yeah, he has I, mean, I i they think he's doing everything right. I don't hear about I, a lot of Trump voters who go i I've given up this this thing. I maybe hear like I've heard maybe about three or four of them prominently, but that's it.
0: I, I have access, unfortunately, to uh, a number of Trump voters who have <laughs> turned on him hard, who say that he's fucking this up, and he opens his fucking mouth, and I'm like, "Well yeah, where were you in 2016? Where, how come you couldn't see what we all saw?" Which is like, you elect an iconoclast to the highest office in the land. He's a <laughs> fucking idiot. And and what did you what did you think he was going to do? What did you think this was going to be like? Did you think this wasn't going to be a clown show? And now the fucking Democrats have put up possibly the worst candidate that they could have picked for this. You, a a senile old man who has – and people will be like, well, the sexual assault allegation is <clears throat> not legitimate. It's like, listen, I was right there with you fucking guys when – let's unravel the whole tale. Obama tried to nominate Merrick Garland to the Supreme Court. The Republicans fucked him. They played dirty and they stalled and they robbed fucking Merrick Garland of the nomination. Mm -hmm. So the Gorsuch thing comes around and the Democrats try to do the same, but it goes through. Then you get this Kavanaugh stuff and Dr. Blasey Ford comes out of the woodwork with the sexual assault allegation. Now, there are people who think that that was a political hit. And it was vengeance for Gorsuch and Merrick Garland. And there are people who believe that it was legitimate. I think the important thing is, do you take her allegation seriously? And do you follow it through to the letter and try to figure out what happened? You do I, I, this idea of believe all women. You have to in terms of taking the allegation credibly and pursuing it until you realize, yes, this did happen or no, it didn't. Yeah, it doesn't because mean
2: it. means It means, be- it means- Believe all women means take the fucking claim seriously. That's right. all. That's all it fucking means. It doesn't it means mean no trial. It take the claim seriously. It doesn't mean sit there and go, well, you know, uh, it's a weird story, so we're not going to pursue it. It means believe the story and then go find the information.
0: But I was, I was with, you know, Kirsten Gillibrand and all these other fucking people when they were like, I believe mm-hmm. Dr. Blasey Ford. If you look at the way that Kavanaugh comported himself, he's a fucking frat boy who it failed upwards.
2: It was terrible him. He sounded like a bratty child. He's that is a not joke. somebody I want in that position. My God. All day, people have been making fun. Like, it was just, that's what it sounded like. It sounded like he was like a kid who is trying to stand up to his bullies, but doesn't quite know how to. He's Except everyone's pup. like, you're a dick, man. You just, you're a fucking dick. Every time you come by, you're fucking, listen, I don't, it's like, uh, we knew a kid like that in uh in high school
0: we he sure blame did blame
2: his problems on everybody else and uh tried to get everybody else in trouble when he fucked up and uh, I, bl- I was already graduated at the, at the time uh but he tried to break into a, a, a place in the i mean not like i've done that i have done that actually but uh he this kid tried to break into a room and got caught and then brought his priest and a lawyer in with his mother correct mm-hmm. and tried to blame it on one of our friends
0: he then, or I think prior to this, had pointed a Nazi rifle in our faces. That yeah, was fun. You me, you, me, and two of our friends. He came mm-hmm. down the stairs and pointed a fucking antique Nazi gun at us. That was cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, we but were these... trying to be his friend, and then, and then we realized that was a mistake.
0: Yeah. yeah. Because he was a fucking chode. Some people are chodes, ride till they die. That's what the My point whole... I'm trying to make. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I completely <laughs> agree. To... In the, the whole... The point of bringing up the whole Blasey Ford thing is for the Tara Reid allegation with Joe Biden, which is that – you I, and I put this on the fucking Democrats. You guys were like, we believe Dr. Blasey Ford, and, and that's fine, and I was right there with you. But now, all of a sudden, everyone's like, well, we don't believe Tara Reid. We yeah. don't believe that Joe Biden could have done anything. It's Grandpa Joe. It's just Grandpa <laughs> Joe. He makes you sit on his lap. He gives you a Werther's originally. makes you feel like an individual
2: – well, the, the biggest defense you can go is go. You know, he's from a different time yeah. when you hear some of the stuff he talks about. And that's the nicest way I can put it. And the argument there for me becomes then why is he trying to represent a nation of people? Where, but shouldn't he be like somewhere closer to the median? Like isn't that why there's a certain age requirement on being the president? And so like you relate, I think I, – I don't know. I, I All of these old people I feel like have a hard time relating to the younger generations. In a way where it's like I'm afraid of of Joe Biden's policy because I think it is rather archaic in certain senses. And I feel like he's going to be just much more close to a moderate. And I think that uh, it's about time we had some progressive representation in the Liberal Party because I feel like if there was, then there would be a lot more people coming out to represent them and especially a lot more of the youth who I think at this point – are uh, pretty jaded to this whole fucking clown show that's going Mm -hmm. on right now. I feel like a lot of them, though, are going to get swept up in the, you know, we need to do something about it. But unfortunately, I also think that there's a large swath of the country that are going to be on the exact opposite side of that and just as polarized. Because the the youth represents extremes. And I mean, I represent sort of extreme views when you look at, you know, because I don't believe either party represents anything sane or logical anymore. So I think that's a fairly, you know, extreme position. But, you know, it's it's you're looking at these two parties that that try to represent moderates that don't exist anymore, except for in sort of a richer social class where you can um, sort of get away with being moderate. When you're pouring on the ground, you're sort of sitting there going, I want some fucking change about this. Or you're sitting mm-hmm. there because you've been brainwashed by authoritarian parents to go, no, this is fine. This is the, he's the president and you need to sit up and fly right. And then three months I'm joining the military. I think that's where we're at. I think we were there it in the 1960s. Me. And it's going to lead to yeah, some shit, is what I was going to say. I mean, I feel like this is this is kind of where we're at now. And especially if Joe Biden gets elected. Dude's a war hawk. Dude is very pro-arms uh, contractors. He's, oh, we'll go to war with Iran, yeah. We'll go to war with Iran. Uh, it it could be some weird times for us, and especially to open up jobs and and this whole thing. For all we know, we could be looking at some serious... You know, I'm not going to say the draft because I feel like it would, it would get him fucking impeached, <laughs> but uh, we'll see. I don't put anything
0: past anyone at this point, man. If you if you told me a year ago the entire world would grind to a halt because of a, a respiratory virus, I would have told you you were fucking nuts. But here we are.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, if so, you told me it was, anything was going to be worse than 2019 or 2018, yeah, I probably would have laughed at you too. I'd be like, no, it's only up from here. Don't you understand? We just hit rock bottom.
0: If the years keep getting worse like this, what the fuck is going to happen by, like,
2: 2025? We're just going to be in a hard police state. Like, we already are. I mean, here's... So, the thing that was horrible about 2019 was school shootings, right? hmm Cops killed more civilians that year than, than school shootings. So, we're already kind of in a police state. But it's only going to get more ramped up, is my point. That's... That's where we're headed. If we're headed to a place where the strongest union in the country right now is the police union and uh that's just going to represent a sincere amount of power and a sincere amount of um unchecked sort of uh i guess credibility on the side of police because you keep seeing things like this happen and then you keep seeing them exonerated uh There was a guy who just got exonerated recently over uh there was there, there's this video and you can find it online it's viral of this 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 guy who he's you know he takes after a, a mentally um disabled person. And I don't know what the person has specifically, but the kids. They, they, I mean, he's an older gentleman actually, and he's sitting there on the ground, playing with something, and his handler is lying there with his hands up, and uh, you know he's pleading the officers not to shoot him or his oh, yeah. or his, you know his person. I don't know. I don't know what you would call that relationship that they have, but um, you know he's he's telling him not to shoot either of them because he's trying to explain the situation to the to the officer, and the officer shoots him. And that guy got exonerated.
0: Well, then there was the guy um, in the hotel. I want to say in Arizona, where it was the they had the guy. It was like an exterminator or something who brought his his gun to -hmm. the hotel, and someone called it in, and they were like, "Crawl on the floor, asshole!" And And the guy was on the floor crying, and this one cop lit him up and got away with it. And he have the words
2: "You're fucked" on the side of his gun. He
0: did. That was the guy. That's the guy. Yeah. That was the guy who reminds me a lot of this fucking asshole we're talking about from high school with the Nazi gun, (laughs) who, by the way, is now a cop in a heavily African-American part of North Carolina. So you'll see him on the news sooner rather than later. Big Trump guy, big Republican. So look out for that. He'll be the next face of, you know, racially motivated police shootings. I guarantee it.
2: You just keep hearing more and more kind of depressing things like that. And it's it's the thing that scares you is because at least I think, you know, moving back to a small town, there's a little bit more public awareness of the things that the police do. You know, there's a little mm-hmm. bit more of a communal awareness. Cities like New York, everyone's totally fucking aware in certain communities and still nothing gets done. So, you you know, again, hearkening back to the person we were talking about in high school that we know it just you you see what sort of we we've seen personally people who we i wouldn't have let that person be a cop i wouldn't have i wonder how he would have passed the psychological exam
0: how did he pass the psychological exam i want to know well i think so cuz he had too. obvious emotional issues and i mean yeah i think he just he grew up realizing what he needed to say to manipulate people cuz he won he won in that situation in high school where he broke into the school and turned himself into the victim and screwed everybody over. And, and uh, I, I I I won't name our cohort, but it was me and one other guy. And, and the fucking school administration was watching us for reprisals because they thought we were going to kick this kid's ass because he fucked us over and got we were all doing a play. And he was mm-hmm. the lead in the play and he got it shut down and we were all mad. But like. We were, we were less mad about, like, well, the play's been pushed back, and more mad about, like, you piece of shit. Tried to screw us. We went out on a limb. We tried to be your friend. You pointed a gun at us and made us play with Lionel trains and play poker and all this weird shit that you wanted to do. We did it. And then you turned around, and you spit in our fucking faces, and you made us all look like idiots.
2: Well, so it's funny, because I remember when this happened, because I was a freshman in college at the time, and I remember my dad calling me actually because one of his close friends married this guy's mom <laughs> interestingly enough and so he called me my dad and goes hey uh so did you do this thing that happened to this kid because somebody blew this kid's mailbox up um and so you know he goes did you blow up somebody's you know did you blow up so-and-so's mailbox and I go no I, I'm sitting here doing homework up and up and you know like miles and miles from there and uh, i haven't been home and he's like oh yeah i just look i just i had to check because you know they're they're talking to the police about it because you know they think it's you know because so and so is getting bullied and stuff i'm like listen he's an asshole and i explained to my dad what was going on he's like oh yeah well, you just got to be careful because you know they're they're not above making trouble for everybody so if the police you know show up and talk to you you call me i'm like okay yeah i will but for a while, I was sitting there wondering if I was going to be in class and the cops were going to come to question me about this shit and my yeah. knowledge of what had happened because they were the type of family to just stir shit up. <laughs> That's
0: crazy. It's what, they, it's what they live for, dude. When I worked at a, a local eatery... They're
2: kind of like wasps, you know? They,
0: oh, they were very waspy. And um, I, I was working at a local pizza place and they came in to celebrate Shitstain getting his driver's permit. And the food wasn't to their liking, and they called my favorite waitress a cunt, loudly, in the middle of the restaurant. So they're a cut above everybody, right? Mm. They're the upper crust of berry society, and we should all aspire to be them. But they're going to call a fucking waitress a cunt, because they asked for medium and got medium well. So that was legitimately what they were upset about. They stormed out. At the time... We were not on terrible terms, so they were like, you know, they walked in and I was hosting and they were like, hey, how you doing? They yeah. yelled at me. They yelled at my fucking manager. It's like, what did any of, the person you should be yelling at? Well, is no one. But if you want to take it out, anyone, <laughs> the fucking cook who fucked up your order is the only one you haven't expressed your ire towards. And you're being a fucking dickhead. You want to know who the cunt is? It's you.
2: Well, I just, I never got the, we've got a bunch of money, let's yell at the server. I mean, it's not always people with money. It's always just stupid, rude people. I mean, I spent plenty of time as a bartender uh, down in Oldbury, and the kind of things people say to you are pretty ridiculous to the point where, like, you know me, I kind of had a hard time being like, I'm on my job, and if I say what I want to say to this person, I'm getting fired. Mm -hmm. And you kind of just have to sit there and fucking take it. And it's the most infuriating frustrating thing in the world i i'll never understand i well I, I understand and it's that people who have never been in a service position don't understand what it's like to have someone i mean you immediately after you've been there you know exactly how to talk to people in those situations but you'd be surprised the number of people who who don't seem to get it who just kind of just aren't just they're a human fucking being and I think that gets lost on people because, like, no, 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 this is their job. Like, oh, so you treat people like this at work, too? Because fuck you. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, we've all met those people. I, I can guarantee you there's a shit ton of them here in New York, and that's half of why I'm leaving for a while. Also, I got fired. I <laughs> <coughs> oh, yes,
0: Rory, this is, a, this is turning into a dark, bitchy pod on us. We were starting talking about how I want to... Slurp up all the amputees.
2: <laughs> well then no, we see like, we gave him some happy shit and then we depressed the hell out of him. It's standard format at this point. I guess so. I so we was so. happy. We were sitting there talking about weird fetishes and licking stumps and uh I'm sorry, sucking, sucking on stumps. stumps. I'm sorry to get it wrong. Whatever. What happens? Is it what if they're stitching? Uh and so Well, you don't do it fresh. And, and then we That's went, a, that's a sanitation issue. Well, I didn't I'm sure someone is. Okay. It's a big world out there. Now who's being small minded, huh?
0: Well, maybe that's something you could look into for next episode is developing a surgery fetish.
2: No, no, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no, totally,
0: no. dude. Mm,
2: think about that. I tried uh, masturbating to a, somebody removing their appendix. <laughs> not a drop.
0: All the blood you can fuck.
2: I couldn't even couldn't even get it up. It's weird. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not that, uh, you know, maybe I'm not a pervert. Not with that
0: attitude. Well, my, my homework assignment for you for <laughs> for Friday... No, is I want I want you to get in touch with your body. I want you to get in touch with your no. s- sexuality, and I want you to let us know how it went. I want you
2: to keep no. a diary on it. No, I like what I like. <laughs> you can say no, but you're gonna do it. You can go ahead and try. You can sit there and ask me the same thing. Well, no, nope, pretty pretty comfortable with the, the shit I I normally watch. It's fine. It's okay. No, uh, mm-hmm. no feet shit for Rory. Hmm. What
0: if it's coprophagia, Rory? I won't judge you.
2: I don't know what that is.
0: Uh fetish for eating poop.
2: Yeah, no, it's not. I'm not into the poop thing. Listen, when the early days of the internet, it either awoke something in you or you found you didn't like it. For most of those things, two girls, one cup, the ship me in the poop log and all that. I realized I'm not into poop. Yeah, yeah see, look no. at that face. Look at it. Yeah.
0: That's no. I won't I won't cross that line. Look, I'll yeah. be honest about the stuff that turns me on, and that is not one of them.
2: Yeah, see there you go. You're very brave. Yeah.
0: Some girl in her wheelchair getting flung down a hill, <laughs> right, right into my open, willing arms. Gets me
2: from six to midnight, right there.
0: Ah, uh, I don't know. I'm just gonna I find some
2: for... weird thing. Like one day, I'm just like watching old episodes of Becker, and I just get a mass, massive erection. Oh, I have gotta tell Coach. <laughs> That's the first thing I think. Kutch, which is, it was which Becker. is the weirdest, like <laughs> Who knew?
0: Oh, nice, Roy. Uh, what? Uh, what girl on Becker?
2: It was the cat.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Oh,
2: cool. It was. A, it was. A, it was a setup shot. They were. They were showing the exterior of a house, and it just. I, oh, it was I, so I get good. Off
0: to buildings that I know don't actually exist.
2: <laughs> oh, so great! Look Her at that track. backdrop. I buy that. You yeah. have an architectural fetish. Yep. Oh, look mm. at those sconces. Oh, <laughs> oh God, <laughs> sconces. Oh. Oh, it's so Art Deco.
0: I'm about to give myself, speaking of kidney failure, some pretty bad kidney failure if I don't pee. I got to start drinking for the
2: night, so yeah, this is important.
0: I think it's time (laughs) we wrap up for our respective activities.
2: Well, Um, why don't you want to talk about next episode a little bit?
0: Well, I don't know what we're going to talk about, but we are going to have a guest Friday when we record. So this episode will come out Friday, and on Friday we will record the episode that comes out Monday. Do you guys get that? How exciting. understand it? Again. Tori, who's travel. our guest Friday?
2: It's a uh, old uh, old old friend of the pod, Jeff. And I don't mean old in age. He is old, but he's been one of the early I mean he was on episode 8 or what no what episode was he on way back in the day
1: of Four, Closet one, Pod?
2: Yeah, he was on the podcast back when we were in Austin. He did
0: uh Which I would say one or one or ago. two. Yeah. Because he was, he, a couple definitely, of times. he was definitely in the closet with us at one point. And then he stepped but out I also, of the closet. Hey. Yes, he came he came out of the closet and uh we followed suit. Um but then I remember recording one at our uh coffee table in our living room before we all went to see a movie.
1: Mm.
2: Yes. That was the Christmas Pod, I believe.
0: No, that was um that was while we were still in Texas. We did one in the closet, one in our living room, this and then after? he and then he and Machado we're on Christmas Pod, yes. When we we switched over to the Vermont format,
2: mm-hmm. so he's been on a couple of times. But he he's is, made a couple appearances. He's the guy who, before anyone else was listening, we were like, "Hey, listen to this thing we did. I think it's pretty good." <laughs> so I don't know. He might be one of the first people who've ever listened, or maybe he was just pretending to while he sat there playing Skyrim.
0: More more than likely,
2: yeah. Probably probably this, yeah. But yeah, so but, he'll uh, be on.
0: We'll have him on, and then I think. The week after that, I think we're going. It's going to be the last week that we're doing these two a week, like the double episodes. Yeah, because June, Um, ice,
2: got to move.
0: Yeah, June, June, Rory's on the move, so we're going to cut it back to our regular once a week schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and and uh, I think our last guest, we haven't talked about this publicly or privately, Mm -hmm. but um, we do know a lady rapper.
2: Yes.
1: A lady gonna have to guest. confirm.
0: Confirm with her. See if she's yeah. available. I would. I would love for her to be the cherry on top of the the guest experiment for May.
2: Yeah. That'd be. Yeah, that would be pretty great. Uh, I got to check. I got. I. I didn't ask her about her microphone sit. Uh, mm. You know, situation. Whether she. You know, does most of her recording in studios or whether she has something at home now or what's going on. So I got to get yeah. some more information. Otherwise, like, it might not be able to work out. But we're definitely hoping that this is going to be a thing that happens. Well, so, and
0: even if even if her like setup is kind of janky, I'm okay with one episode of her audio quality not being spectacular. We lucked out with Tanner. We lucked out with Bobby. Mm-hmm. Jeff, total crap shoot. I don't know yet, but if yes, if,
2: he is a piece of crap. <laughs> yes, you you heard him. He's a it. piece
0: of crap, and I would like to shoot him.
2: Don't take it out on me, Jeff. You heard. That um, was Koch.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Well, we'll figure it out. But I'd love to have her on. I think she'd be a, a, a fascinating interview. Absolutely and we're hard j journalists with a big j.
2: Yeah, we're only if anything but not professionals
0: cuz we don't have actual <laughs> jobs.
2: <laughs> so this is it. This is what we got.
0: So we're in the eight. meantime, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at skimbo lounge. You can find all of our shit on YouTube, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. We're we're everywhere. We're like the wind. We also have video content going up on YouTube. We just put up the Alex Jones Good Neighbor Serial, featuring Bobby Gaglini. That's a video that's up on IG Live or IGTV. And uh, uh, Twitter and YouTube, we're everywhere. You can find us everywhere. We're doing a million things. Welcome to the lounge. All are welcome.
2: All are welcome. All are
0: welcome. Rory, you got anything you want to plug before we go?
2: Yeah. No.
0: good enough for me so until next time for me and the guy who's got several shit fetishes that he's unwilling to cop to at this point but I'm sure (laughs) you know it will change his tune as it goes to mainstream good night go fuck yourselves and goodbye
1: I try and take a shit.